You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. What's up, everybody? Taylor Welch, Chris Evans here. Welcome to Smartest Guys in Marketing Podcast. Taylor, how are you doing today, man? Dude, I'm living the dream. How are you? I am so pumped to record this podcast. This is going to be a really important podcast. I know people can't see you if they're driving their car, but you look pumped. I am so pumped. Like, hair's on point. Hair's on point. Beard's on point. But this is a super important podcast that we're recording today. And it is what to do when all of your breaks breaks <laughs> it's the s-h-i-t word yeah we want to say it out loud in case there's kids in the car yeah definitely but this is really important especially if you want to grow a very successful business you got to have the mojo to know what to do when all of your stuff breaks right so what are we talking about in this podcast taylor we're going to talk about how we hedge our bets the things that we do to make sure that uh things aren't broken i remember when we first started uh traffic and funnels like the very first time we started running traffic, I was in Dallas with my wife on a, on a business trip because she made me go with her. And I loved it. She's awesome. And we had like 2%. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking and we had like a 2% opt-in rate. You remember this? Oh my gosh. If you're new to marketing, 2% isn't very good. <laughs> it's pretty bad actually. It's like literally the worst thing ever. I was like, what in the world's happening? Like Chris, the man Evans, the traffic master himself is basically running our ads and we're not getting any leads. Running and then I go, to the opt-in, the I go to the opt-in page and the page is like a 401 or 404, <laughs> like doesn't work. And it's like, oh, that makes sense. So the bigger you get and the more you depend on your stuff working, especially if you make a good living from what you do, you got to make sure you catch these things before they happen, right? Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. And then we're also going to talk about what you're going to talk about how to know if you even should fix something. Yeah. Many times you shouldn't fix broken things and they'll actually cost you a lot of money. Which is crazy. That's very counterintuitive. Yeah. People are like, what kind of scammers are these guys? No, but it's yeah. true. So what's the first thing that we need so to tell the, these folks? I'll tell you guys how we do it. Okay. If that's okay. That's so okay. if you've ever read the checklist manifesto, then you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you should pick it up on Amazon. It's the surgeon who's talking about how we came up with checklists. It's not something that's been around forever. Like um, how not so to we, leave scissors in their stomach when you sew them up? Yeah, more like have you washed your hands, <laughs> things like that. Things that sound so yeah. basic that it's like, why would you need a checklist? It's the same, uh, you know, the, the airlines took this from them as well. It was like pre-flight checklist. And it's basic stuff like make sure this door is closed, make sure this is turned on and things that when you do it a lot, and you have a lot on your plate and a lot of on your bandwidth, you just, you need the extra help. So we'll have things like make sure that the, the opt-in pixels on the thank you page, make sure that the landing page works, go through the funnel and click all the links in the emails. And it's amazing. Like how many funnels we've launched and we'll get emails back being like this link in the email takes me to Google. <laughs> it's like, what the crap? Yeah. yeah. Don't worry guys. We're like super professional. We are, we are, but yeah, we just, we move really quickly. And so now we've got checklists and, you know, we've just stood up a brand new uh, opt-in page 
and everything looked amazing. And then I had one of our guys check the uh, thank you page and there was no pixel on it. Well, that's a problem because we wouldn't. So we were able to fix that before. And I think like one of the things here too is the power of not only checklist, but the power of redundancy. There's safety Mm -hmm. in numbers. And when you have one funnel, if something in that funnel goes down, you're screwed. Yeah. You know, and we talk a lot about do one thing, focus. And that's true. You want to focus on one thing until you get it up to, to where it's working. But with Facebook, Chris, talk about kind of our recent adventures in Wonderland with Facebook. Wonderland, that is. Yes. Well, recently we had our account shut down. And mm-hmm. most people will tell you that. Yeah. One of our account, our, our primary account um, that we were running all of our traffic out of. Because the majority of our face traffic is very untrustworthy. That is not true at all. People Anyways, think spam. <laughs> they're like, who is a spammer? Yeah. So our account got shut down and most people wouldn't tell you that, but we will. And we have multiple accounts ready to go though. Like they're, they're fired up. They're ready. We got pixels placed so that if something like that does happen, you know, we're ready to hit the ground running with our backup accounts. And especially, I want to make a note real quick, Taylor, like, you know, we were able to get to $100,000 a month with one funnel. And I think most anybody who's a true expert can do that. And so there, there is also a thing of like knowing where you're at in your business before you start getting too crazy with redundancy and the safety and numbers situation. Because especially if you're a one-man team or a two-man team like Taylor and I were, before we started hiring people, when there's a lot less for you to manage, it makes it safer. Does that make sense? Because if you're Absolutely. a one-man team or a two-man team, and you're, you know, what most people teach you to do is go out and say, hey, have three funnels, have four opt-ins, all these different offers and all these different things. And so there's so much happening. There's so many moving parts that it's easy for you to lose track and not really know what's broken. So as you're starting out, and especially if you're not to 50K a month, 100K a month, you have to keep things as simple as possible so that you know what is actually broken in your business. And so that's really what you know, we talk about having those, those main levers in your business to know what's broken, what needs to be fixed, as opposed to having a million different levers in your business that you shouldn't have or you shouldn't pay any attention to at this point. Yeah, so you're basically saying you should have a grid of what's even worth fixing. Absolutely. So for us, like our grid, it changes over time. You know, once you get to 100K a month, and then once you get to 300, once you get to half a million a month, we haven't gotten past that at this point. But when we do, we can come back and tell you about it. But like for us right now, at the revenue level that we're doing, there are now some things that we have a team in place. We're going back and things that weren't worth fixing before are worth fixing now. Yeah. But at the beginning, man, it wasn't the color on the website. It wasn't mm-hmm. uh, what, what this font looked like. It was literally how do we perfect our offer, get leads coming in and getting them on the phone and enrolling people that need us. And that's a really great point. You bring that up. Um, and there's an interesting conversation. I was tagged in a group recently. Someone has screenshotted our, homepage on our website. It was just like a option that we threw up. And so I think, you know, when people are beginners, when they're focusing on the wrong thing, right? Cause people are like, Oh, like they're like super, like just breaking down this page and why we did this. And 
like really thinking about it way too hard where it's like, we literally just threw up that picture, that opt-in, that button, because that's not a primary source of flow for our business. So it's not a big thing that we would spend a lot of time on. Yeah. They were like, I would like to know the science behind why Taylor is standing looking to the left and why Chris is looking to the right. And I was like, there is no science. No that. science at all. It was just the fastest picture we could find to yeah. put there. Yeah. Yeah. So like a beginner or someone who doesn't have the right people in their life coaching them, they would be spending time on screwing around with that certain page, that certain opt-in, or it just, it's not a primary leverage point for our business, right? We right. could possibly like maybe get a 10% lift on leads that that specific thing generates, but at some point, but at this, at this point, it's just not, it's not a profitable investment of our time and energy. Right. Yeah. The most profitable things to fix are things that are going to drive your cash flow down or up. That's what you got to pay attention to. Yeah. And the first, first place to start is the least amount of time spent, especially again, if you're a smaller team, your time is very, very crucial in what you spend time on. Because once you start getting into that stuff, it's like, man, opens up so many vortex, like black holes to where you end up spending so much time on things that just don't really matter. So we'll put this in the show notes too. I did this video, this audio on the things that you shouldn't fix. And this is part of this conversation too, um, that you have to listen to. So you have to identify what are those main key things in my business that are actually driving revenue the big leverage points. And that's what gets all of your attention. If not, you're going to go on making not very much money. You might have a very sweet opt-in page or blog layout or you know, YouTube graphic design or whatever, but that's not actually driving revenue. And that's another yeah. case in point where someone posted on our fan page, like, well, how can I believe you? You know, you only have, you know, 6,000 fans. <laughs> It's like, how do I know you're legit? And how do I know you're actually making this amount of money? And that's just like, again, it's such a beginner problem or mindset because that does not equate to revenue. Yeah, I was uh, applying for a mortgage loan and they wouldn't let me because we only had 6,000 fans (laughs) on Facebook. Yeah. Sorry, not enough likes. Not enough likes, you can't afford it. Uh, cash in the bank. I was, this is, yeah, we'll talk about this in another episode, but maybe actually the next episode, but people confuse vanity metrics with the bank account all the time. Yeah. All, all the, time. the time. We were Most just at a time. conference. We, you were just at a conference and um, you were talking with somebody that everybody listening to the show would know them. First name, last name. You listen to this person. You are very familiar with this person. And uh, you were hanging out with him. I was like, how was it? And you're like, well, we make way more money than he does. I was like, what? No way. You can't really believe like what people actually are doing because with the way that marketing is like people kind of put out this aura of vanity metrics. It's really deflection. Yeah. And you never know, like, are they really living this lifestyle or not? You know, mm-hmm. so we're the guys that will tell you, yeah, we got our Facebook account bound banned and we'll tell you like revenue numbers and we'll tell you all of it. It's just, why not? Yeah. Um, People mistake platform currency for legit currency, right? They think that if they have a certain amount of fans or a certain amount of people on their email list or 
followers on Twitter like that equals money. Yeah. No, absolutely not. not we were making a hundred grand a month in revenue before hardly anybody knew who we were. It's because we leveraged the right things. We leveraged our message to the right market. And that just had a very simplified process to onboard those people as clients. And that's all you need. You don't have to be like some guru in your market. You just have to yeah. know your market extremely well. And so that's part of like when things break in our business, we know the right things when they break and how to fix them. And that's what you have to, you have to identify in your business. What are those three, four, five things, the main things in your business that when they're broken, you know exactly what they are because those are the things that actually attribute mostly to your revenue. Yes. Very well said, Chris. Christopher. That was beautiful. Very good. So guys, put that on an image. Yesterday we just had our I think our thirteenth client hit seven figures. And um we broke down a little bit of how we're able to I, I think honestly like we're the guys in the industry that probably have like the highest uh, success rate with the people we take on as clients. And there's a reason for that. So next episode, we're going to be breaking down probably the top number one superpower that Chris and I have. This superpower took us from two or three K to, you know, 400 K plus a month in about 15 months. And it's taking our clients to the same transformational levels as well. So we're going to break that down, what it looks like, it's very simple. You're going to be tempted to be like, oh, that's it. But if you implement it, it'll make you a lot of money. And um, Chris, do you have anything to add to that before? I yeah, it's simple, but it's crucial. And it really ties into this episode too. Like when your stuff breaks, if you don't have this one thing, you're screwed. Screwed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be good. So you want to tune in. And, and uh, just so you guys know, we are broadcasting behind the scenes right now as we record this podcast to our free private Facebook groups. If you want to see behind the scenes and what it's really like with me telling Chris what to do and, you know, having to man the ship, then you should go find our Facebook group and request access. We give a ton of value. We uncover things. We tell people like it is. And if you're a fan of this podcast, if you like this show, then you also get to see a little bit of behind the scenes. What happens when we push stop on the recorder and the real magic happens. <laughs> that sounded very sexual. <laughs> it definitely I just, wanna, We're, I just want to clarify that it's not. We'll, we'll put the link for the group in the show notes as well. And then uh, we have a gift for them as well. And um, Chris, you want to tell them where that's at? The best gift you will ever receive. I don't know. Hold on. Hold on. I need to tell you, you know, let's, let's talk about this in the next podcast, the gift that you just received for your birthday from your Grammy. Oh, dude. Okay. Oh, no, we, have, we have to save it for the next podcast. We're, we're out of time. Next podcast. Cool. You guys, this is pretty funny. So go check out the next podcast. Gift is at trafficandfunnels.com slash gift. We have a cool little bundle for you there um, on how to get clients, all kinds of great stuff in there. So go there, get that. And then we'll have all the notes and nifty stuff in the below this podcast and put a comment on uh on itunes which which one you like better me does that even matter anymore i just want to know if people like me better than you that's all i care about bro you don't have to ask people i mean it's very evident that they like me more all right we'll see you next show see ya 
This is the podcastfactory.com.